It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Total Screamers podcast. My name is Jake, and today I am joined by my namesake, Jake Amory, who is a Manchester United fan. Jake, how are you doing, bud? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Very well. Um, good, good. Obviously, being a United fan, I think that is the topic that we are discussing today, especially uh, relevant after United's 1-1 draw with Burnley last night. But, Jake, we want to we wanna sort of know, as a United fan, what it's been like the last decade almost. Of since since Sir Alex Ferguson has left Manchester United, you know we're going to quick quickly. Did you think it would go this badly since he left? Uh, I don't think it. I don't think I think it would go this badly. Obviously, you can't keep up with what Fergie did. Mm. Like even look at Arsenal with Wenger, even that he thingy towards the end low, but even they struggled. But we've come from the right at the top, and now we're just yeah, not quite right at the bottom, obviously, but not where United should be. Yeah, no, uh, uh, I. I couldn't agree more. I think I think a few people thought that United would drop slightly. I didn't think mm. that they thought you 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 know you would drop as as badly as 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 you have. And you know, going back to that first managerial appointment after after Fergie left, David Moyes. Did you think at the time Moyes was the right choice? Did you think he was the man to lead United? Do you think he should have got more time? But you know, whereabouts on the fence do you sit now? Well, well, Did- and the time. It's a tough one because he was handpicked by Fergie himself. So he kind of, you know, is even in the last his old, last Old Trafford uh, game, Fergie said, he did that speech, this is your man now, blah, mm. blah. So I think he kind of got a, a pass there. But then I can't really remember who at the time was available, manager-wise. Klopp wasn't, wasn't as no. prominent as he is now, obviously. I think Pep had just gone to Bayern or was just starting to win things at Bayern. So he wasn't really on the table. So... Yeah, the options I think were quite limited, weren't they? And and like you said, mm. the fact that Fergie handpicked Moyes almost and said, you know, this is the guy to take over my legacy and, and build a new legacy. Obviously, that didn't work. Van Gaal came in, spent a lot of money, didn't really. Uh, he he, I think he wrongly got rid of a lot of players as well. Mm. People like so, yeah. Johnny Evans straight away, Chicharito straight away, what, Raphael. Raphael. We played Raphael. Was it last season? This season? Mm. It's that Istanbul Bishakur, and he was a quality. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so Van Gaal, obviously Van Gaal coming in 
now, obviously looking back, obviously you, you just mentioned there, he got rid of a lot of a lot of the players. Do you do you think it was a, a bad signing, well, a bad managerial appointment at the time, or do you think more in hindsight it's become a bit more glaring? I think well, go back to Moyes. I think his big thing was get he brought all of his staff in. Mm. All he got rid of all the staff that were at United and bring his own in. Yeah. Kind of things that have come out for them. I think Rio Fernand said that he he tried to run everything like everything had to go through him he tried to do everything but I think that's what Fergie's what greatest things was he used to delegate everything yeah and then back to Van Gaal yeah I think getting rid of like some of the like Johnny Evans and people like that it's like people that have been there under Fergie mm. and then bringing in players Daily Blind he didn't work out United but he's a good player Di Maria looked like an absolutely class sign and then looked, looked got, like a great sign at the time didn't yeah. he yeah and then he had I think House got Berg or something like that and it just went downhill from there he bought Marcus Rojo came in people like it's just not United players, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Just he brought in that sort of almost what you're seeing now the the sort of mediocre players coming in for big money, isn't it? That, that, that's ultimately yeah. what what United have become famous for in recent times. Obviously, Van Gaal leaving, and then with Jose came in after him, wasn't it? And mm, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, Jose. In... Talk to us about Jose. <laughs> I think Van Gaal was sacked in a disgraceful way. He literally mm. just won the FA Cup, and I think it was a few days later it was announced that he'd been sacked. Yeah, and then Mourinho, well, Mourinho's Mourinho is. I don't, I don't have a pop. I don't have a problem with being appointed. To be honest, there's a few, there's a lad at work I speak to, and he, he still to this day doesn't understand why. <laughs> but it's Mar- Mourinho does what Mourinho does, I suppose. Yeah, Mourinho is a, he's like a, he's a special character, isn't he? he yeah, it's his way or it, no way. It looked like a good. I think the Mourinho one looked like a good, a good appointment at the time because you know he was he's a born winner isn't he Jose and he's yeah. like that bit charismatic manager that I think Moyes and Van Gaal didn't quite have and you know the pull as well to to, to be able to bring players in but where yeah, do you I think, think it, went, it went wrong for Jose at, at United where do you think it started to like unbutton and just start to go wrong I think it was I can't was it his third I think it's he seems to have a problem with his third season at clubs doesn't he he just seems, mm. seems that everything unravels yeah, they brought Pogba in in his first season, obviously, and I think them two just clashed. Yeah, and I think that just was just the beginning of the end. And I think he's very stubborn and strict. If he's not going his way, it's not his problem. It's not his fault, and he'll try yeah, and dig as much as he can out. Yeah, you you do get that from from Jose, and from what I've heard from you know Tottenham and Chelsea and stuff, it is it yeah. is Jose's way or the highway. You know, if if you don't like it, you leave, and that's why we've seen so many. You know, world class players at Chelsea, you see it all the time, wouldn't you? You know, someone who would have been a starter for, for years gone. <laughs> He's just yeah. really strange. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Jose obviously coming in and you know, won a couple of trophies, which which I think, yeah, he won the, well, he calls it the treble, but the community shield league cup Europa League in his first season. But he'll, t- he'll take that, he'll claim that yeah. as a treble, won't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously, you know, Jose getting sacked, brought in, brought in Ollie. Uh, we I think you know a lot of stuff has been said about the Solskjaer reign, but I do want to touch on it. What are your thoughts now? It's over on the Solskjaer reign. Did it go on for too long? Was it, a, you know, at the time was it a good thing? And and now is it? Would you still have Ollie there now as a United fan, or you know, what, what think, are your thoughts on the reign at all? I think the problem with the owners is not years go by. Most recent times, I think they make decisions off trying. They see what fans kind of are saying and then they make a decision off that. Mm. If you look at like the Sanchez signing, yeah. uh, even the, even the right. Ronaldo signing, I know he's allegedly United, he's top two players of all time, 
But I think he saw a lot of people saying we need Ronaldo back. Oh, he's going to City and they kind of go, we can't have the fans seeing that. And they just mm-hmm. make decisions like that. So with Oli, when he first, his first game was against Cardiff and it was four or five, one, I think. Yeah. And then I think we went on a, you went on a pretty decent run, didn't you? A good, a decent run of games. Yeah. We had that, obviously that night in Paris and I think, the, and obviously the, it brought back the United feeling. And I think mm-hmm. the owners thought, oh, you know, if we keep this in. And then this, I think, Either just before or just after they gave him the full time job, we went on a horrendous streak. Crumbled. It pretty much yeah. crumbled, didn't it? Straight away, as soon as he got it full time. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, it, 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 you know, your form, your form dropped off, and I think, I think the problem with that is, you know, the players, the players were playing for the next manager, not not the caretaker one. They were playing yeah, for the for yeah, the next yeah. manager, you know. And then when they brought Ollie in, the players were like, oh. You know, I think there's a lot of mm. oh, well, why is he here? You know, weirdly, I think a lot of like the homegrown players and the players that come from the youth kind of be like, oh, this is Ollie, you know, a United legend, but a lot of yeah. the big money signs would be like, unsure, definitely. Unsure. Yeah, I, I, I definitely got that feeling. Um, like you say, your younger, your younger players looked like they were they were they were happy to play again, and the likes of Luke Shaw and that his form, you know, came leaps and bounds yeah, he, on from what he, he was he, under he, Mourinho, yeah, well, Mourinho. Destroyed that, much, didn't destroyed that lad. Destroyed that lad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he absolutely destroyed that lad. Sent him out to, uh, just, yeah, made a mockery of his career. But he done, he done really well to turn that around and obviously, you know, regain his United place and and his England place as well. I think he, he'll be. Yeah, very d- happy yeah. With that. It was last season, wasn't it? And then he was at the Euros quality again. Obviously, scoring in that. Yeah, scoring in the final in the Euros, um, which you know, two three years before, you'd never have said Luke Shaw would have started yeah, for England. Never mind in a Euros final. Um, but obviously, all good things as a Liverpool fan must come to an end, and Ollie got sacked, <laughs> and uh, Ralph Ralph Ranick has come in. What have mm-hmm. you made of Ralph's time so far at United? And I, I personally really, I really like him. You know, mm. with the Marshall and Lingard, get, when they've had problems, he's called them out on it straight away. Yeah. And I don't think Ollie, possibly, well, Mourinho would have, but like people like Ollie, they wouldn't have called that out. They would have just tried to, you know, sweep it under, just, you know. But he's come out and said, and then if the players have come out and defend themselves on social media, he's come out and said, well, instead of speaking to me through social media, speak to me face-to-face kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, that's, well, I think we were slightly improved. Well, we're a team of two halves at the minute, but first half yesterday, we were not amazing, but we were we were good. A lot better than we have been with most of the season. Mm. And then it just seems, I don't know why it is, we're, we're definitely a team of two halves. Against Brentford, we were woeful in that first half. That's one of the yeah. worst performances I've seen in recent times. The second half, it was mediocre, but better, obviously. Mm. And then last last night, good first half. The second half, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happens. I, do, I, do, I want to talk a little bit about last night and a little bit. In, it's, it's almost like a wider problem, I think, whenever I've watched United. And it's the defence. What on earth is, is... For years, you know, United's defence has been... Heralded as, as you know, one of the greats, you know, Ferdinand Vidic, Adam, uh, not Adams, uh, Bruce, you know, players like that. And now, you know, you've got the most expensive defender in the world who looks like he a Sunday league player at best at times. I think that's a bit disrespectful to Sunday league players. <laughs> yeah. As uh, I think, I think um, Raphael van der Vaart put it, there's there's amateur players in Holland that, that do the same thing as Harry Maguire. Um, and that, that, you know, that's quite a scathing insult. From a, from a former ex-pro as well. Yeah. Defensively at United, what do you think needs to happen? Because, you know, like I said, at times it's been it's been woeful, hasn't it, to watch? 
I've, I've watched. Obviously, we spoke about coming on today after last night. I've watched mm. that Burnley equaliser a good ten times. I think this morning, and yeah, I just don't understand what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think obviously for a back four, it needs to be consistent. You look at Liverpool's back four. You know, you know the back four nine times out of ten, unless there's a mm-hmm. niggling injury somewhere. You know who the back four is going to be. Yeah, City, City chop and change it a bit. To be fair, but. They're still consistent, are they? You know the players yeah. that come in. You know they're going to do a job, don't you? That's City have always been a rotation side. But if City play in the Champions League final, you know who that back the back four is. Well, I don't think yeah. we know who our best back four is. Mm. Why do you think that is? Why do you think? Because I think it's not the role. Just the, the wing backs, well, or full backs, whatever the whatever they're being used as. I think that so we got on the right side Wan Bissaka, Dallo. They're two completely different players. Mm-hmm. And then Tellers and Shaw on the other side, they're exactly well. Shaw's a bit better attacking wise than Wamba Saka, but he's not as good as Tellers. But then Tellers coming back isn't as good as Shaw. They're just completely two. So you're getting two extremes at whichever two you're playing. Yeah. And then you have you, the centre back problem. The centre backs, yeah, that's what I was going to come on to. Because I think what? I think Varane's Brand, look good. Mm-hmm. Rolls Royce as a, def- a defender, but then you have Lindelof who if. You know, I criticised Maguire last night, but if you put Lindelof in that game, he gets bullied by that. But that, what's what was the striker? Yeah. He gets absolutely bullied by him all the time. He gets bullied by every big lad. By he's good, but he's just he's just injured, injury prone, too injury prone. Mm-hmm. So you can't really rely on him, which is such a shame because he's he's a really good player. I think when he when he gets a few games in, which is rare, <laughs> he, he he's a good player. Yeah, no, I have to agree with you. I think Varane, you know how good Varane is, obviously won everything at Real Madrid and you don't you don't win everything at Real Madrid and stay there that long if you're if you're not a good defender. Um no. but there's only so much you can do with, you know, Harry Maguire next year who, you know, he does try he does try, does 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 put his heart on his sleeve and, and wear it, but often that you know that isn't the case to, to be able to I'm not saying he's not a good player, Maguire. I think if you put him at a try sound respectful as possible here, a team like a team like Burnley. Mm. You know where they're just getting peppered in. They're sitting back a bit. You know, I think he he do he do good at a team like that. But with a team like United, was, where they were trying to play like Liverpool and City and bloody bar, mm. you know, with the centre backs high up, just when there's space behind them, you just he's just in trouble. As you saw yeah, that against Jay Rodriguez, Jay Rodriguez read, and Wickhurst. I read an interesting article about um, Maguire and and you know about how how he plays well for England. And and someone made a really good point is, you know, often he'll either play. With two, you know, good defensive midfielders in front of him, yeah, a back five, you know, often back helps five, yeah. him. And and the fact that England don't play the way that United, Liverpool, City play on 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 that almost front foot where they play a high line, you know, and and, and try to catch defenders out. And that's why I think he does particularly well for England is because he can sit yeah. back a bit further, yeah, and he doesn't leave 30, 40 yards of space in behind him where he's got to get back. And even if he does, you know, for England, he's got. He's got the option, you know, the likes of Carl Walker Kyle, make, that, yeah, Kyle, yeah. make that pace up in, you know, four or five seconds. Definitely, yeah. So, you know, it's while his form for England is good, there's, it's almost as if England play to his strengths, which I think if you want to get the best out of a player, you know, you always have to. Yeah, but you have to, yeah. At United, I feel like there's a lot of players at the moment where you have to play to their strengths, but all of their strengths are completely different. So it's yeah. very disorganised. There's a lot of... There's not a lot of unity on the pitch. You know, compare it to, to obviously my club, Liverpool. The players fit the system. 
you take the player out of the system, put another yeah, player de- in, yeah, and it works definitely. exactly the same. Same for Manchester City. You take the player out of the system, put another one in, and it works exactly the same. Might not be, yeah. you know, the same exact quality, but you know, it's it's so shown from youth level to to the first team. Everyone plays exactly the same way. At United, yeah. it almost feels like there's no there's no like philosophy anymore. Doesn't no, the, like well, I, you get that, I suppose, for having three managers in the last. Mm-hmm. Five, five or so years, you know, you yeah. just, they start taking the philosophy on, and then you know, out the door, gets, and then the next philosophy comes out, in, yeah. the next philosophy comes in. Yeah, no, it, it is a it is a really good point, and you know, I think I think this season's been a bit of a strange one for United because, you know, Sancho coming in was a big deal at the time. He's not really done a lot this year. Uh, is it his no. fault? Potentially not. He's not really played, no, and when he has, he's not. Again, you know the system's not worked to, to fit him. No, he played well. Ronaldo, last night. I, I say he was, he was, he was, yeah, yeah, he was good last night. I thought oh, there's been glimpses of of the, the Dortmund Sancho in there mm. at times for United. You know, Ronaldo coming in. You mentioned it earlier. It was a, almost a signing you didn't need and almost probably didn't want, except for the fact that he might have gone to Man City. That was the purely, I think, the reason that United signed yeah. him. Yeah, I think if he but, went to City, City would have absolutely walked everything. Yeah, so it, it, it kind of it kind of is a good signing because if you want to measure it on thing. that, yeah, yeah, because they would have walked absolutely everything if he signed for them. If let's take City out of the equation here, if you know, say his other option was Real Madrid to go back there, would you, as a United fan, have wanted Ronaldo back at the time? And now looking back, do you think Ronaldo was was a good signing back for you? Yeah, I, I'm not going. I don't think he was a bad signing. We know people say that he doesn't do everything off the ball. Well, we started with Cavani up front mm. last night and, and other games, and it's exactly the same. So, there's, it's not just Ronaldo. You know, I yeah. don't think, like, they like say if, uh, before about Varane, won absolutely everything. I don't think you can have this, yeah. anything bad about bringing someone who's won absolutely everything into a dressing room, especially because we're quite a young team, United. Yeah. I don't think anything could be bad about bringing, bringing that in. Yeah, he's he, yeah, like you say, he does bring that experience and almost the old United way, doesn't he? You know, he's learned yeah. Fergie and stuff, and he's almost trying to bring that in. Uh, I don't like how he he walks off if it's something if he gets subbed off or he gets mm-hmm. subbed on or we don't win or what he walks straight off the pitch. I don't I, I don't know what that's about. It's a bit weird. Yeah, there's the, the the attitude. I think this there's been quite blatant a couple of times since Ranić's come in, hasn't it? It's been quite it's yeah. been a bit more pronounced that. Because Ranić's almost not afraid to drop him, unlike sort of Oli, who who is a bit like you must play him every game. Yeah, Ranić yeah. will, will turn around and go, "No, you're not starting." And you know you can see that. It, you know, in a way, it is a good thing. You know, everyone wants a player that's hungry and, and wants a player that's you know dem- like demands to play. But it's not. It's also it's also damaging on the other effect because you know the younger players see that and go, "Oh." If yeah, he yeah, if he definitely. Them, why should I? You know, granted, mm-hmm. it is Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the <laughs> top top four yeah. greatest players of all time. But you know, I, I think, I think, I think it, it's been it was a weird signing for me when when you brought him back because it sort of it, it wasn't the way you played. It wasn't the sort of the no. way that, you know it looked like you were playing. Like you were trying to trying to do something under Oli, and then bringing Ronaldo was completely like different. And and it, it showed that at times this season where yeah he hasn't played and and it's you've looked pretty decent. And then he'll come in. You know Ronaldo's always going to score. You know, but is it harming? You know the way the team plays and and the development of other players because you know he's any he's not, you know he's not getting any younger. He's what 36, 37 now. But yeah, just turned thirty seven. Just turned thirty seven. So 
you know, he's, I know he is a, obviously a, a peak athlete and probably could play at the highest level for as long as he wanted to. But you yeah. almost are harming the development of of all the players by bringing someone like that in. But yeah, do you where where do United go from here? Where do you think United go? Do you what what do you who do you bring in in the summer? You know, that's what, the most important thing that they because this is a massive, get massive. Right. Yeah, this is a massive decision now. Obviously, Ranić's only here till the summer, and then he's what director of football or whatever. Yeah, as a United fan now, who would you bring in if you you know if you were on the board? Who would you be? Who would you be lobbying for? And why? Why would you want that person brought in? I personally would be uh, the Ajax man. Tenag. Mm-hmm. We were linked with Brendan Rodgers when Ollie was sacked, and that is just just look at no disrespect to Leicester, but they, they went for top four mm-hmm. two season row, and it just completely it fell apart. Didn't it? It fell apart. Weird how it, you can understand maybe the first season, the second the second season it was just almost exactly the same. It's just obviously Liverpool's his time at Liverpool. It was remembered for that obviously famous collapse. It's just and now this season they're struggling as well. They've yeah, had a few yeah. injuries and a lot, and I think a few players have been at the African Nations, but I don't know. It's just not a United. So of no, other clubs, I'd, I'd avoid. <laughs> yeah, I'd avoid that. And Pochettino has been linked. He's struggling with PSG. They're not yeah. struggling, struggling, but you know they're not looking convincing. And look at that team in that league; it's ridiculous. Yeah, I was going to say the, the sometimes they scrape, they're scraping results. Mm. They've, they've got Real Madrid. Is it next week in the Champions League? Mm-hmm. That'll be that'll be because they've turned around Real Madrid. They're looking. Yeah, they've, they've got quite strong again, haven't they? Recently, yeah. Obviously, Ancelotti's there, so that'll be. I think that'll be a big test for PSG. But no, I like Ten Hag. I like. It kind of fits United's way, you know. He's brought that Ajax team from a few years ago with De Jong and De Ligt and like you know a lot of Van der Beek who's at United <laughs> or whatever now. But you know, bringing like youth players through and bring them into a successful team—that's mm-hmm. that's United, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's yeah, you know. I think as a United, as a Liverpool fan, I'd like him to stay at Ajax because I think he'd be a good option for us uh, in the future. But you know, as a United, as you know, for United, I think like you said, he, he's a great option because of the things that he brings. You know, like you said, that old, that sort of old school mentality of bringing a team through together yeah. and going from there. And he wouldn't, it wouldn't happen like he did at Ajax, where he'd bring a team together for two seasons and then it'd all be sold. You know, he'd keep that. Yeah, side. yeah. Decided yeah, I, think, I think De Jong and De Ligt went at the end of that season or the season after didn't they and then yeah, we got all went and then Van der Beek went and it was just you know, but he's done it again at Ajax he's, you know, he's keep, he keeps sort of he's got a bit of a proven record now I agree with the Pochettino thing you know a lot of United fans want Pochettino but ultimately what's Pochettino done um, he did a, a good job at Tottenham but and then again, it fell apart then didn't it fell apart yeah but then is that at Tottenham crucial or is times that... you know he didn't you know, he came third in the two horse race, you know, things like that. Is you know, the Champions League final against Liverpool, like a great chance to win a trophy. You know, bringing back at half injured Harry Kane in that final with me was just baffling. As a Liverpool fan, when I saw Kane in that team, I was delighted because I knew he wouldn't didn't do he, anything. Didn't he drop Lucas for that? Final, drop Lucas, that? yeah, who, yeah, got them basically to the final. Yeah. And, and I was, on, beat, I, beat I was on fire, he was an absolute fire as well, yeah. And then a half fit Kane just walked straight back into that side, <laughs> hadn't played for weeks, and, and did ultimately nothing. Um, yeah, Pochettino, I, I think, I as like you said, as you as United, I think you'd actually be one to avoid in Pochettino because. He is struggling with PSG, but not like you said. There's only so much you can struggle with PSG in that league. But 
yeah in the, oh, that yeah. sense they are struggling because they are scraping results they are getting beat you know by teams that you would never expect PSG to be beaten by and for the squad that he's got I don't think they'll get anywhere in the Champions League no. this season either. Just How many points did Lille pip them to it last season? Was it a few? It quite a few, yeah, it was quite a few. Because he came in in January, because Tuchel went to Chelsea, didn't he? And, but mm-hmm. he, str- he struggled. He struggled. Fair enough, he it's a new club, but and now he's got Messi. You know, and what, again, Messi, yeah. Wijnaldum, Donnarumma. Just, yeah. stri- Ultimately, Messi's, you know, <laughs> again, a bit like Ronaldo. He's almost sort of, yeah, he's almost hindering the side that he's now at. <laughs> um, yeah. Because they're trying to play everything through Fit him. him in. It, yeah, again, yeah, fit fit player in of obvious world class quality, but isn't isn't right for the side. But PSG probably are another topic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Rogers again. Yeah, I, I don't think United would. I think it's a, it'd be very stupid if United went yeah. for Brendan Rogers at Liverpool. Brendan yeah, is compared to you know the Hodgson time before before Brendan came in. Yeah, and and you know he did he did a lot of good. But also yeah. did a lot, a lot of bad at Liverpool. Yeah, he brought a, um, a lot, of, a few good players through, didn't he? He obviously, yeah, he did. Suarez, he, Suarez Sturridge. Yeah, bought in uh, Sturridge, Coutinho, and like moved the likes of Sterling. You know, helped his career leaps and bounds, and, and yeah, definitely and things like that. You know, turned Suarez ultimately into the player that he was after mm. Kenny signed him. But you know, things like you know letting Gerard leave on a free when when he didn't want to, and just there's a lot of yeah. like there's just a lot of like backstage you know internal things where like now you read about it and you just think what are you think like what are you doing yeah. getting rid of you know all the the, the senior players a bit like um what Van Gaal did but Van Gaal did you know got rid of all the senior players in one go and then ultimately didn't replace them or replace them with 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 garbage um and I think at Leicester yeah like you said you know he's won the FA Cup which was which was brilliant for them. That was brilliant, yeah. Ultimately, he was brought in to to solidify that top four chase, and he's not achieved that at all. If no, anything, it's kind of hard to say bad things about Leicester though, because they are mm. a lot of people's like a lot of people really like. I like them, but I just I don't want to sound horrible when I say just I wouldn't have Brendan Rodgers at United, but I yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, no, no that's it. and at the end of the day, obviously you're entitled to your opinion. But I agree with you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I don't think Brendan would get another top four job um, unless he built a club into a top four job. No, I so, think he'd possibly get the Arsenal. Well, the, the, if we talk a traditional top four, I think Arsenal would yeah. probably be good for him. But I think, I think, yeah. If if the biggest club, he probably, you know, it would be an Arsenal, maybe even a Spurs. But Conte's there now, so I can't. Well, it depends how long Conte stays there. For two, for two years. That's a, a good point, actually. Conte, when when you were linked to him, was he someone that you were you were interested in? Was it someone you were disappointed when he went to Tottenham and, and didn't come to United? But what was what was your thoughts on Conte at the time? And I I wasn't early in the Conte. I didn't really want him in because mm. like I've just like we've just joked about there. How long is he going to be there for? Yeah, just you know, you need a project. Like look at Klopp. Uh, yourselves uh pepper mm. city even arteta about arsenal you know the building like arsenal haven't been the best this season but the the building something i think the, the some games here, yeah you need that you need that to, for longevity i think you can't mm. just be go well we'll get this top class manager in and then we'll get this one then we'll get this one because it doesn't work yeah well you, you've you've seen that haven't you already at United. Yeah. so so for you it'd be it'd be ten hag then he's the one that that you want in that that dugout yes do you think, it's gonna be, do you, think you can get him? I think this summer is possibly one of the most important managerial appointments since, well, probably is most important post-Fergie. Mm. Because you've got 
I don't know how long how long has Klopp got left at Liverpool. Twenty twenty four, I believe. I don't. That's two more and seasons pe- pe- next year, yeah. isn't he? That's exactly um, that's exactly where I was heading with that point. You know, mm. you've got yourselves and City, the two best teams possibly in the world, definitely in England. Mm. They're going to be one of new managers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. we've already alluded to, there's not at the minute there's not a lot of top class managers that are available. Mm. But one, I think, def- definitely United and Liverpool. When when they come knocking, they tend to get an answer, don't they? Players and yeah. managers wise. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, finally, just to, to talk a, a bit more about the summer. If you you know had to strengthen a couple of positions on the pitch, say two, three positions, where would you strengthen and, and who would you if you you know if you've got any names of players who would you want to see come into United? But more importantly, you know what what positions would you strengthen if you if you got the United job? <laughs> uh, definitely the centre midfield and centre back, and I think the full backs would be all right. I think. I think Dallow, this since Ralph's come in, he's looked. He's still young. I I went. I was at St James's Park. I think it was this is two seasons ago, season four COVID, mm. and he played against St Maximum, and he got ripped off the pitch after about an hour because he was yeah. just he just couldn't do anything. He was dreadful. But since Ralph's come in, he's looked like he was a, he was a Jose signing, and he's actually looked. Yeah. You know, Jose doesn't normally sign people, young players especially, unless he sees something. So mm. he's coming on leaps about Luke Shaw. I think he might have a bit of a hangover still from the Euros, but I think the quality's there. I think yeah. Tellez is a good backup option. I, I'm not convinced on Juan Bissaka though. Mm. Yeah. So, would you be looking to bring in a right back then, potentially? Possibly, yes. So, well, so we were linked with Trippier in the summer. Yeah. Before, before he's yeah. gone to Newcastle in January. That sent, we were speaking for about centre backs. That's I think that's quite urgent. I see a lot of things about the midfield. I think centre backs urgent as well. Like we've already alluded to, by as good as he can be, can't rely on him because of injuries. Lindelof, I think Lindelof's a good player, but when he comes up, I remember we played Huddersfield, I can't remember the name of the Huddersfield striker, but I think the Huddersfield, they scored straight from a, a goal kick. The keeper took the goal kick and it just went up to the striker and you just saw Lindelof go, oh, I'm not getting this. And he's got yeah. almost, and ever since then, I've just kept an eye on him against like a big centre-half and he just, a uh, big centre-forward, sorry, and he just, he just, I don't know what it is. He's just not got the strength, I don't think. I think that's why him and Maguire kind of played well together last season because they cover each other's mistakes. You know, Lindelof's yeah. quicker than Maguire, but Maguire's definitely a lot stronger than Lindelof. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. No. Lindelof, not convinced on Maguire. No, I just, I wouldn't, I don't think we'll win anything with Maguire, especially as captain as well. That's a big yeah. concern. Yeah. Who would you, who quickly, just before we sort of curtain off who would you who would you make as captain then so you, you bring in a, you'd bring in a centre back uh, a midfielder and a, was a right back wouldn't you so who Possibly, would you uh, yeah. who would you have as your as your new skipper for United who would you bring in uh, Bruno Bruno for me Bruno he's a whiny he's a whiny little so and so but you know you need that though sometimes yeah <laughs> but he's the only one he keeps the standards up he's whining he's, watch him he's just constantly whining about something yeah if he no, starts talking to ref all his own players, but you know, <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Jake, it's been it's been great to chat to you. Um, obviously, you run uh, your Twitter account, which is Phil. You can see in the background just of your screen there. You know, some some oh, yeah, very nice shirts. shirts. So, if you just want to, where can people find you if they want to? You know, look at your collection or chat to you, or you know, we'll tag obviously you in the podcast and yeah. stuff. But floor's yours, mate. Uh, Twitter is. Oh, you put me on the spot here. Jake Shirts. And I think my Instagram is jake.shirts, a dot between the Jake and the shirts. 
there we go so yeah if you want to if you want to check out uh jake shirts he's got a, a, a nice looking collection that's growing growing all the time probably uh a bit too much is it no oh, yeah <laughs> You sound like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go um but yeah so uh, it's been it's been great to chat to you mate and we'll we'll get definitely get you on another another pod um oh, at some point it, yeah that's been great so uh cheers for that mate and uh thank you everyone for listening and cheery bye sports social podcast network lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.